Great job, team. Head back to base for debriefing and cocktails. Welcome to back. Welcome to back. Welcome back to another episode of Reality Breached Spinoff Podcast, Debriefing and Cocktails. You wanna you wanna you wanna give that another shot? No. No? No? You're comfortable with, with how that went? Is debriefing and cocktails not a spinoff of reality breached? Y- you know, you know actually incorrect. That that is factually accurate. As okay. uncomfortable as it may have sounded. <laughs> I mean that's that's your fault, not mine. I'm I'm fine with it. Okay, Mr. Host Man. <laughs> what are we doing here? What we're doing here, you, you know what? Let, let me actually let me actually prep this audience for something. Let me, let me, let me have a seat for just a minute if you would. <laughs> I want to talk to you guys about something. Me and Sergio, we're we are quote unquote gamers. Do me a do me a solid and look up the release date of Zelda Ocarina of Time, would you? Me? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you some game names and you uh, tell me when they were released. November twenty first, nineteen ninety-eight. So nineteen ninety-eight. Okay. Mario sixty four was six. Yep, ninety six. NES TMNT. Ooh. Mm. That one's gonna take a second to search. Video games. List of video games. I thought you just knew this one off the top of your no, head. Like I, you've been no, waiting no, for no, your 19, entire life for somebody to ask. 1989. 89. All right. NES Super Mario Brothers. Uh, it's probably around the same. No, no, no. It'd be like no. It's like probably 86. 86. <coughs> Super Mario Brothers was 1980. Five. Ooh, so close. Yeah. Conker's Bad Fur Day. I would say ninety-eight on that one. But I think let's... that sounds about right. But let's 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 be right here. We're we're doing a special little thing. Conker's Bad Fur Day. Oh shit, that's two thousand one. Ooh. Last one, Sonic the Hedgehog, Genesis. Or well, Sega Genesis, I guess, technically. Uh nineteen ninety one. So all those dates, yes, from 1985 to 2001. What do all these games have in common, and what do they all have to do? And there's more of these, but we'll just stick with these. What do they have to do with debriefing and cocktails and James Bond movies and shit like that? Well, um, they all have water levels. They all have fucking water levels that are garbage. <laughs> I knew. I knew that's where you were going. (laughs) Unadulterated, sickening, agitating, (laughs) frustrating, bitch-ass water levels. And not a one of them are enjoyable or fun. So it has taken quite a lot from me to have entertained, quote-unquote, 
the movie we're talking about today, which is Thunderball. Thank you all, by the way, for coming down this little momentary journey of uh, video game history there for a second. And thank you, Sergio, for the assistance. Slow clap. Very, very nice. Because God bless America. Half of this movie bored the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, my first note was going to be, it's it's needlessly aquatic. I mean, I don't know about needlessly. I just think it's annoyingly. I'll I'll frame it that way. Because what I'll give this movie for trying to do, and we're just jumping right in. Spoilers, analysis, all that. So (laughs) I will give this movie, if you just think about it in the frame of the previous ones, Dr. No from Russia would love Goldfinger. This one's big. There's a, there's some bunch of shit going on in this one. Big rooms that people are talking about a bunch of big things for making. Oh, how many, how much money did you make us? Number 11 millions of dollars, sir. Oh, what about you? Number 12 millions of dollars. And then you get all these double O's in a fancy British building. And they're all talking about some terrible thing that's about to happen. So it's, this feels like a bigger movie yeah. than the last ones. Well, it, it is. It, it had to have had a bigger budget. Like, the set pieces were quite they, – they were they were quite over the top in spots. Oh, they were. And, and you are right. Like, compared to Goldfinger, this one has a much bigger budget comparatively. Or, well, not comparatively, just, you know, another big budget from that one. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> Oh man, like I don't know anything about this film other than what I, you know, wa- watched. You know, it's 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 one of those James Bond movies that I haven't just absorbed some sort of public opinion on uh, via, you know, osmosis. I just knew that it was a Bond movie, and if you told me Thunderball, the last thing I would have thought was a bunch of shit underwater. I would have never ever thought that. Right. Given, I mean, the thing's called Thunderball, for God's sakes. I mean, that's almost the antithesis, arguably. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's just sil- simple word association. It doesn't have to be like that, but good Lord. And I don't like, know. Oh, go ahead. Go oh, ahead. no, go ahead. You said good Lord. <clears throat> good Lord. I don't know if if it's my personal understanding or lack thereof of the world and things, or if it's my eyesight. I just don't comprehend the the atmosphere or the envi- physical environment of being underwater. I didn't know what the fuck was happening most of the time. God, that, that's, it, it that's, that, so, that's not that's not a you thing. That that movie's oh, hard to follow. It's real oh, fucking good. hard to follow. So especially to in the that. last scene. Especially, especially in the last. Especially in the last. Are you talking like when they're all fighting each other underwater? Yeah. Oh Christ! On a cracker. That's so. It's just dudes in fucking suits. I don't know who's who anymore. Like, I, I applaud the uh, the balls that it took to actually film this in, that entire scene underwater. I do Even too. though it's Im- implausible, that. you know. Yeah. Uh, and and I I find it adorable that they literally put the bad guys in one kind of suit and then the good guys in a different kind of suit. Yeah, uh, almost, almost like a lasers. yeah, almost like a uniform, so you would mm-hmm. know. And and the yeah. only way, and I don't know if you noticed this because you know eyesight stuff, but the only way that you knew it was James Bond is because he was he was the guy in the orange swimming in booty shorts. 
I, I I think I did notice it, but I just couldn't notice it very well. I just am like, I'm definitely just confused most of the time. Yeah. And, yeah, and maybe like, I've lost track that he even had booty shorts on. Shit. Sean Connery's gams were out most of this movie. Oh, they were. There were other scenes where I noticed him in his in those shorts, and he can just wear those shorts, man. That's that's he and, mm, he does good. He he was wearing the fuck out of those shorts, and he was not gonna take them off to go swimming. Nope. No. So, it wasn't. so yeah, that that whole last scene, like the only way you know it's Bond is because you see hairy legs. <laughs> oh God, all the underwater sequences are so annoying. Uh, let's talk. Let's talk about something good though. Like the this movie opens up with a fucking bang. It it if you don't think about it, it is. It's a pretty good bang. E- even though some of it, again, I don't I don't I don't even know if you have to think that hard. It okay. So not thinking about it for a minute. It is a very cool opening. It's a good fight in a really cool looking building. And then he gets a jetpack and then he goes away. <laughs> It's it's a cool fight where uh he like he pulls well, does he pull the wig off the 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 dude or does no he he just punches the shit out of a out of a woman only to be revealed that it's not a woman it's a dude in a wig yeah it's it's a guy playing a grieving widow yeah yeah and and he's gone the nines though he's got on heels and pantyhose and all of it so yeah he is trying this but how does how does Bond find out that this guy's not a lady? I don't remember. Apparently, he opened his own door, and that <laughs> tipped Bond off. <laughs> That's so charmingly 1960s. It's so chargingly bullshit. Because, <laughs> man, you what kind of deductive fucking reasoning do you have going there? Like, aha, that lady there, she... She's not like Pushy Galore. Pushy Galore would maybe open a door, but not this one. Mm-mm. And, and that, ah, it must be Colonel Colonel Shaver or whatever his name was. Like, <laughs> get out of here, man. Come on. Mm-hmm. That Come woman on. knows how to open a door. That's suspect. Oh, my. Like, even that line, even if that was the initial line and anything <laughs> else prece- preceded it, proceeded it, and... So if we had more information than just that, I'd still call it out for like, are you serious? Are you really telling me that the thing that called attention to this fake widow was the person opened her own door? That's what tipped him off. Fuck you. <laughs> Don't insult my intelligence movie. Uh, and, and we and we can't just can't gloss over the jetpack. No, no, we we won't. And and I'm gonna just ignore how the jetpacks just there it's just there and it has a helmet it has a helmet dude the fact that it has a helmet is less concerning than the fact that it's okay its existence is fine in the movie the fact that it is along his escape route is Uh, he left it there to escape reed when did he leave it there (laughs) (laughs) he jet backed in (laughs) oh my god you know initially i kind of rationalized as he did like he did like recon yeah. And said, you know, I'm going to have to get, get out of this. I might have to get out of this place really quick. I'm going to just leave this jetpack here. But apparently he didn't know he would even need to be in that building to do what he did until he saw the widow open her own door. So he didn't even know he was going to be in a fight. Good I point. Guess. Good point. I don't know. 
<sighs> yeah, the, the the jetpack, its existence is real fucking dumb, but kind of it's fun. It's definitely fun. The, the helmet is what fuck is what fucks me up, dude. Really, the hell? The fucking can't... helmet, man. Because okay, all right, all right. Go ahead. Let's step out out of movie world here for a moment. Okay. Me and you both know that the jetpack wasn't real, which means uh-huh. Sean Connery or whatever stuntman they had operating that jetpack was not in danger of falling, therefore probably did not need the helmet. Right, in, in real world thing, probably okay. not. Okay, in the real world, you're required to wear a helmet when you ride a motorcycle because they are inherently dangerous. Mm. In the movies, those are real motorcycles, but they never fucking wear helmets. Some, because it, because cool people don't wear motorcycle helmets. Oh, okay. I can kind of I can kind of ride with that logic. Okay. Kinda, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so James Bond is Being not cool, cool enough to drive <laughs> a jetpack without a helmet. Ergo, it just it doesn't. I don't know. I don't know why that's what fucked it up for me. Maybe maybe Man. it's because they showed him putting it on, or I I I don't know I don't know I don't know. I was just what, like, what, this is fucking bullshit. What? Why? <laughs> would Would it have been better if you just you know it cuts to him on the jet? You didn't see him put the helmet on. It just cuts to him jetpacking away, and he the rest of it's the same sequence. I feel like you'd be more bothered by why does he have a helmet on now? Yeah. What is that? Like the, the, uh, shit, you're right. Like the helmet just breaks the whole fucking thing, man. <laughs> It it breaks it for me that he's like pencil legging the whole time. I don't know what else to call that, but <laughs> you it, got a pencil leg because otherwise you, the backs of your legs just catch on fire. Do you though? It's a jetpack. I mean, would you, you not be, like you arch your legs, your legs forward? You wouldn't bend them forward. No, then they would be hyper extended. Hmm. I don't know about you, but I don't have horse legs. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm even meaning if you kind of have them out like a swing, would you not do that? <laughs> well, th- th- then he would have to sit down to use it. Mm. That seems reasonable. I mean, look, I don't know anything about jetpacks, so I- I'm just going to. I know that they weren't real in 1960-something. <laughs> 1965? Yeah. And I know that they – I don't even think there's real, real jetpacks now. Like I there's like they're... prototypes here and there, but none of them are like – actually yeah, feasible of, as a method of transportation yeah none of them are that i think there are some and they can be used to trans transportation but it's like super low-key shit like you're not yeah. getting off the ground that much yeah from what yeah. i understand and oh and it real what also pissed me off about the jetpack is he didn't even use it to get away didn't he? like he used it to get off of the top of the building and to uh-huh. his car uh, yeah, when he got when away. he got to his car, they were still pursuing him. So like, oh yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, so it's like they, this uber cool like, thing. Oh man, he's using a jetpack. Oh man, he. Okay, well I guess he's got to drive now. <laughs> I guess he's got to drive now. One of the actually seeing one of the main jetpacks that are like impressive is like a water jetpack. Oh yeah, those are cool. Yeah, that's. Apparently that's something that's really really neat. Yeah. But it is a cool sequence. All it is it is a cool this, sequence. All this stuff aside, it's 
bullshit, whatever. It's a neat sequence. Seeing him get away on it's neat enough. And, you know, the fight's fine. It's fine. The whole sequence is just fine. <laughs> um, so I did appreciate the Spectre scene, though. I think that was pretty close to when this happens. Yeah, when they yeah. have the whole big meeting with all the numbered people. And it, I, I definitely don't remember that scene very well, but it's it's cool to see it. Because that's, I mean, that's some iconography right there. That's that's what that shit is. And that's a really fucking cool scene. Yeah. And that's that's where you get all the, I say all of it, but that's that feels like that's where the... Uh, Dr. Evil stuff? Yeah, well, 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 yeah, definitely Dr. Evil. That's where all that stuff is born, for sure. I was yeah. about to say, that's probably where a lot of the Austin Power stuff is born from. Like, that's the scene people saw, and like, Man, we can make... That's pretty funny, isn't it? I'm, but I'm probably wrong saying it that way. Yeah. It's it, 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 also, that, that guy behind the screen with the fucking cat really reminded me of Dr. Claw. Yeah. From yeah. Inspector Gadget. Uh-huh. <laughs> was yeah. it Dr. Claw? That was his yeah. name? Yeah, that's okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it's a really iconic scene, man, and it's a good scene. I think it's really cool. Real, there, there's your rich people be rich, analogous thing to, te- you know, that you can put in the world. Like that's just what all the rich people in the world are doing right now. Of course, of course. Like, oh, how much money did we make from our Windows division? Oh, we did so well this year, and there's so many bugs. They're just going to have to keep upgrading the poor saps. <laughs> Mm. Um, I really like I, man I'm probably really I'm going to jump around about this because there's just it. I just don't care I, I'm, you know what I might be phoning this one in a little bit <laughs> and if, the, if, if there was a movie in this series that I will allow you to phone in and this is absolutely one of them because I Bro, feel I, like Sean Connery did the same damn thing and see, I don't think he did. I think he was do. I actually think he was pretty good in this movie. I, I thought he was doing really good. Like the scene toward the end when he's with Domino on the beach and he turns and shoots the harpoon gun at the guy coming up behind them, and he's like, "I think he got the point." Like that whole scene was cool to me. Oh, so just, that was dumb as shit to me. Little snippet thing, but I'm like, "Oh, that's all right, all right, Bond, all right, man. That's pretty dope. Fun little moment of him." Uh, I think it was cute to see basically the first time Bond and Q banter each other. Yeah. Or or Q kind of harasses Bond for being a being negligent with his gear. Yeah. I think that was fun and and they don't really do too much with it. Q's a little too serious about it in this one. But it's just a good precursor. It's neat to see. Um I think the gadgets there's probably something to say about all that, and I just and I'm not clever enough to come up with it. But it's what, re- wait, what gadgets did we have in this one? Oh my god, there was the car it, that shoots every the gadget he needed. He need that he needed to have. That's what he had in this fucking movie. <laughs> the gadgets he needed to have. He didn't get the briefcase with the talcum powder in it and the gun and the and the bullets in the case or nothing. No. He got an underwater breathing device in the underwater movie. Science fiction. When they <laughs> didn't know he'd be going underwater that like that. I don't think. Maybe I'm wrong there, but I don't feel like it was ever put out where Bond where they were told like, 
All right, Bond, you're gonna be doing a lot of you. You like water temples? You're going on. You're doing that today. And we're gonna Q's gonna set you up with all the gadgets you need for that. Oh, what else did he get? He, so he got that. He got the Geiger counter. Yeah, the Geiger then, counter watch. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. And he got, I think, a flare gun. I'm gonna at least call it a flare gun. Yeah. Yeah, it was a flare gun. Which isn't and, really a gadget. It's a fucking flare gun. Well, I'm sure his was like gadget sized. Right. Oh, it's a flare gun that's also a wallet. <laughs> I think it was just more of a compact or something. A, a, a nice pair of boots. <laughs> and then he got the camera, which I guess is just an underwater camera. What I don't know what the fuck else it did. Uh, I wasn't it wasn't it also a Geiger counter? You know, I don't remember if it was a guy. I think it was. Also, but it did. Yeah, it had some. No, you you might be right because I remember in the dom the same scene where he did the harpoon gun shot at the guy on the beach. It looked like the camera that he was holding, and he hands it off to her. I, I only know. I only think it's a camera because it had a camera oh, strap was. on it. It was okay. And yeah, he talked. He did talk about a Geiger counter on that. And I'm like, wait, wasn't that the other thing? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh he also got the pill. That he swallowed so oh, they could track yeah. him. Right. Yeah, that was his medicine was literally convenience. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, there were several women in this one. There were, and that he banged fun. them all. Did he bang all three? Yep. Or four? There were well, there were three that he did. Yeah. We can maybe get more to that specifically later. And I, well, and and I'm glad you brought that up because the the first one was a little rapey you're talking about the doctor yeah yeah no i i'm more it, it was a little bit i'm what i'm more annoyed about and this maybe it's a writing thing i guess and that's the stuff that gets me sometimes he he kisses her and she doesn't want it and he, yeah you know, she gets off i don't want that back up oh okay lady i respect you. you you resisted and told james bond no slapped him on the wrist or some shit okay then like then he goes through the rack machine and she helps him get out of that. They go to the sauna. He suit he infers that she'll that he'll want sex to do something. And she's like, Oh, you cad then they go into the sauna room and have sex. Oh, you're right. And oh, so, so 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 it's not only is it it's it's rapey and blackmaily. I'm gonna say all care. of it's terrible. Okay. <laughs> because it, like this woman has clearly turned you down and instead of just respecting that the at your very first opportunity you're like well i guess i'll just have to blackmail you into fucking me <laughs> like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> it, and 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 it's it seems like this that like it you start like my mind starts to think is this art imitating life or life being informed by art you know like do, do you do you just pass this off and say, oh, well, that's just how relationships were in the 60s or were they or is is James Bond? He's supposed to be the coolest, most suave motherfucker on the planet. And ideally, someone you would pattern your behavior after. I'd say the first half of that, maybe not the latter. Well, he he's he, supposed to be the fantastical man. Right, right, right. But if he is. If he is the coolest person on the planet, anyone who wants to be the coolest person on the planet will pattern their behavior after him. 
that's a that's a real broad thing. Because <laughs> I can pattern my behavior off of this whole movie and his character, but I can't do the same thing he can, and I don't look like he does. Right, but you could you can totally just kiss women out of the blue, like th- that's within your power. You can do that. It's not going to go well for you. Just, I'm just saying. But right. But you. But his, his behavior is teaching men that's okay. I think it's a little more convoluted or complicated than that. Without a doubt, it's not okay to just try to make out with your doctor. Yeah, let's forget the whole blackmail part or she resisted or any of that. You just shouldn't generally do that. Yeah. You should just try and, you know, make out or have sex with your doctor. That's a conflict of interest, at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, uh, Bad form. Yeah. Did, like, the, the Sean Connery James Bond is troublesome. He's a, he's an animal is what he is. Let, let's talk about that uh that chiropractic back machine thing. Oh, my God. That whole scene's a joke. That's a fucking joke. <laughs> I couldn't take that seriously at all. Couldn't I, do I, it. My, like... I'm seriously wondering if that scene has been turned into a GIF, because I really want it to. I mean, it's a GIF itself, I'd imagine, in some way. Let but me, yeah, let me, let me hit up hit up Facebook, see if I can find a GIF of of that, because holy shit, man. Yeah, that that whole sequence is definitely annoying. I, in, in my head, I kind of take it like it's a neat, it's a it's a threatening scene, but it just looks so goofy. It's the equivalent. It's something akin to a shake weight <laughs> of some sort. Like, yeah, maybe there's some actual physical exercise benefits to using a shake weight, but man, do you look like a dummy? You look so goofy using a shake weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that whole thing was real stupid. There's a lot of this. I. How long was this movie? Because it seemed like it was long as fuck. It really did. Two hours and ten minutes. We, me and you, if we took this movie and sat down in an editing bay, because, you know, you don't need those in 2021, but fuck it. Editing bay. Uh-huh. And we just start carving out shit that was unnecessary out of this movie. We could get it down to, like, a smooth hour and a half. Easy. Probably so, because, dude, you could really take out, like... Most of the water sequences <laughs> or like half of the water sequences. Cause like, cause so when they like take the plane or whatever, it's so much setup. And, and again, on the one hand, I appreciate the, whatever the right term might be, but mm-hmm. the production value, the cinematography, the, the scenery that was made or used or whatever, or the camera work underwater, whatever, all that. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. And it's really well done. Or it seems very well done to me, but it's so unnecessary, yeah. so unnecessary to watch the entire sequence. I think that first water sequence maybe. I wish I had timed it now because I was about to say it's ten minutes, but I don't. It maybe isn't. But it's just so long. It's it is it's very it is long, very, very long. Like, and and the thing is, is that sequence would play out very differently nowadays. Like, yeah. You know, you would mention, oh, hey, there's two, you know, there's there's two nukes on this plane or whatever. Uh huh. Yeah. And then, you, right. and then once the plane is brought down into the water, the audience would be trusted with the assumption that the enemy has the nukes now. Yeah, there might there might be some sort of 
little scene of like, go get me my, you know, I'm making something up, but go get me those nukes. Yes, sir. Go out, see the guy riding out on a boat toward where the nukes went down. Yeah. You're done. It's yeah, over. That's, that's five or seven minutes just fucking cut. Yeah. You, you don't, you don't need any more. Unless you have, unless it's some extravagant thing that's very special, I could see them doing that. But even then, you know, you just had five or seven, seven minutes. You could still cut it, you know, three to five minutes because all you really need to show is your really powerful or really imposing or really unique vehicle come in and swoop up and get the thing. Yeah. You don't have to show this whole long submerged circumstance, this whole submerged situation. (laughs) No, I like circumstance. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There's just a lot of little things you could probably just chop out. And I feel like the last battle is kind of a thing that could be chopped out. Well, you have to have the last battle, obviously. Do you? Okay. Like you, you, ha- you have to have the big final conflict, right? Okay. Well, no, yeah, that's it, that's you, you true. Could, yeah. You could parse it down. Like the, it, halfway through that scene, it it occurred to me. I was like, oh, this is the big fight. Yeah, that that's true. It is like the final confrontation. So yeah, you should probably have most of that be there. That's that's you know, true. But 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 like going into that scene, my thought was, oh, there's going to be this cool underwater fight, and then he's going to get out of the water. There's going to be this cool out of water fight. Mm-hmm. Nah. No. Not it, really. It, it, yeah, halfway through, I was like, oh shit, like this is it. Like they're 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 like double downing on this fucking underwater mess. I I think the only underwater sequence I actually liked or appreciated more than just the technical was the the one where he meets Domino. Uh-huh. And it's just because it's a really pretty atmosphere. Because, like, underwater, to me, the is beautiful. Right? All that kind of... the the Would it be fauna? Is that the right term for it? Even for underwater plants yeah. and whatnot? I think so. Just all the underwater environment and plant life and all that. Like, it's it's just so beautiful to me. It's And I can appreciate that to a degree in that way. So maybe that scene was fine, but... The intent of that scene is arguably terrible. <laughs> half half of it's kind of okay. The other half is not because I noticed it when Bond was talking to Moneypenny le- and leaving out. And it's like, how are you going to find out who it is? And it's like, Moneypenny, I can't miss. There's no way I could miss her. She has two moles on her thigh. <laughs> no, there's definitely a way you could miss that. <laughs> definitely, you could just not happen to see it, but. Old James Bond, I guess he he found a way to stalk her. Like I want to know how many other women before her he checked and didn't find the moles. But like that's what that whole scene is meant to service to to be for. Is is so he knows who Domino is. Yeah. And I'm really glad. I'll give the scene this one amount of credit because I think that's just kind of a dumb thing. They could just never have. It never had to be that. They could have just had a fucking picture of her, for God's sake. <laughs> but I'll give them a little benefit of something that when he, so she and he, she and Bond are at the back of her boat. She climbs up the ladder to get in her boat. Bond sees the moles on her thighs because he he just makes the comment of like, yeah, I can't miss it. So it's to infer that that he figured it out, that he that, saw the that moles. That he didn't miss it. Yeah, that he didn't miss it. But I'm happy to see that the camera 
didn't like zoom in on them or something. Like if you remember in the man with the golden gun where they zoom in on the third nipple, the zoom in. Yeah. (laughs) So kudos for them not doing that. Then I guess zooming in on some woman's thighs. It'd have been really fucking funny. It really funny. It it might've been if they threw in like a real stupid music cue. Oh God. Yeah. You, you know, when I say that, because they also, like, all the gadgets, that I feel like they zoomed in on all of those. They're like, here, Bond, here's this camera you're going to look at. But close, close-up shot of camera. Yeah. All explained. Um, I thought Bond had a good line when she talks about, oh, which, and I think it's a famous, or it's, you know, one of the known quotes or lines or scenes of the movie uh, where he notices the bracelet. And he's like, how do you know my name's Domino? He's like. Oh, it's on the bracelet. It's like, oh, what sharp little eyes you have. Uh, wait till you get to my teeth. <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? I, I appreciate that shit. I think it's pretty good. It's pretty funny to me. It's it's not actually that funny. I'm not laughing at it, but it's like, ah, that's cute. <laughs> <sighs> okay, okay. I want to talk about the things that I liked. Go ahead. Because there, there are significant things in this movie that I really liked. And we already talked about one. Okay. Uh, and that's the the Spectre stuff. I really like the Spectre stuff. It made it feel like an event movie. It really yeah, did. Yeah. Before you go too far, I just wish there was a little more of it. Like I kind of would have liked an- another boardroom scene with them. I hate that that didn't really. If I'm if I'm not mis- misremembering it, that didn't really happen. So I was yeah. like, oh. Um, I What's I really like? liked the amount of genuine spy work that was in this this movie. Okay, go go ahead. How so? Like what? So like, they were trying to find out, you know, where this, where these these nukes had gone, how they were going to get them where they needed to go, and James Bond actually stepped up and, like, boots on the ground, did his work to find the shit out. Oh yeah, because he does go yeah that another underwater sequence, because he does go down there and takes pictures of the boat, and that's how they know it has like a hatch and. And I guess that helps them yeah. know. I don't. Yeah, it's 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 nice to see that he's actually a spy sometimes. Yeah, I, I do. Despite my disgruntled sound just moments ago, I, I do appreciate the legwork, the intent. I appreciate that. Yeah. Like the, the writing that they said, let's let's show him be a spy for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> I can appreciate that. I, I appreciate the the femme fatale that they had in this. I thought she was kind of cool. Oh yeah. She was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, re- I really liked the, uh, I don't want to say the production budget, but the, like the amount of money they spent on boats and planes and shit, like mm. that boat that like separates into two boats. Oh my God. I don't even know what you're talking about when you just said that. I have no idea. Yeah. Was like the, when was that? It was towards the end. Oh my God. Was it? <laughs> I think so. No, Would don't you, don't take that as like I think you're wrong, dude. I'm just, so much of this shit just blurt. I'm really trying to think of it. And I'm like I cannot remember that scene. <laughs> I really can't draw that image in my head. Oh wow. And and who knows? Maybe I looked away for a minute at one point because I was having I was talking with someone for just a minute. Mm-hmm. So maybe I looked away at the right time. But let me. See, I'm gonna look it up while you while you're going on about it. Yeah, it, it, it was just this 
like of the four Bond movies, four James Bond, not James Bond, uh, Sean Connery movies we've watched, this one feels like the biggest deal. Oh, is the is the split boat this like the yacht that they were yeah, on? The, yeah, the it? yacht. That you're saying this big white thing, like it split up? Yeah, it splits in half. Is that where like the hatch is or something? I guess I damn, I need to go back and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'm phoning this in a little bit. God bless. I but okay, I do remember the boat. I definitely remember the boat. I just don't remember it splitting up. I really must have looked away. Yeah. But uh, sorry, go go ahead. Oh shit, what else did I like in this movie? Uh, hmm. I'm trying to think of anything else I noticeably liked in this. I really like number two. I like Largo. Yeah, yeah, he was good. I, I like the actor. He looks really good. He, the actor was fine. I really enjoyed his and Bond's banter. Mm-hmm. But I'm just kind of a sucker for the, we'll call it the gentleman circumstance of good guys and bad guys where they they act civil in front of each other for whatever reason or, or oh, they, oh you know, yeah yeah where they're where they're not just like oh i i mean i know you're james bond and i'm gonna fucking kill you they're not just doing that they're 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 having this <laughs> discussion right there the the doctor no dinner sequence right yeah oh yeah yeah mm, let's see i'm trying to see if uh, I'm actually trying to check back to my notes a little bit. I I, I do I do like my boy Felix. I, did he really do anything? That, like I like the way that dude looks, and I was like, okay, he looks like a Felix. He looks like a CIA person. I'm I'm with it. But did he do anything? It's he like he was he was kind of hanging out. He was he was he was backup. He he okay. he, fa- he he followed the, uh, the 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 beeping light that gets you to the per- person who has swallowed the pill. Mm. Yeah. I but does that is that more of a is that a Felix I guess what I'm getting at is what did he do that makes you say that's Felix Leiter? Because could oh, they just not have had spoke, any other dude be the same? He spoke in an American accent. That's about it. <laughs> he was just the American actor. Okay. He was the American guy, yeah. I, I love Bond screwing with uh Largo at the like casino table. It was like Oh, I thought the saw the specter at your shoulder. Oh, the specter of death is coming. I lost fucking coming. hated that so much. It's real fucking dumb. It's super <laughs> dumb, but I like it so much. It's you know, and that's all. They did do it too much. I'll say that they did it too much in the scene. I think he does it like three or four lines of using the word specter. I'm like mm-hmm. God, oh, come on, man. You you know you were fine with the first one or two. Like, man, damn. Y'all fucked that up. <laughs> uh, well, I, one time would have been fine. Uh, yeah, yeah. The uh, idea also, of it is cute to me. Yeah. The, the the scene where James Bond sneaks into that dude's like hotel room or whatever and like unwraps his face to find out that you know he's dead and there's like three enemy agents in the room just popping up in in corners not attacking. <laughs> And he catches the one who's who snuck in through the window, like oh so yeah, like ridiculous where, man. Where he like slapped his hand down on him or whatever. Uh-huh. I can't. I know what sequence you're talking about now. Um, didn't 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 Austin Powers have like a judo chop? Oh yeah, that was definitely a thing for him. Like he he had a okay. handful of moves okay. that were like judo chop, judo throw, judo kick. Yeah, because I, I I don't know what is in Sean Connery's fists, but every time he fucking punches somebody, they drop their weapon. 
<laughs> I mean, that's just kind of a trope in a lot of these, in a lot of these, in a lot of these kinds of movies. There's always just everybody drops their gun with, <laughs> without without question, without hesitation, nothing. If a, if the good guy like grabs the bad guy's hand or smacks the bad guy's hand, he drops that gun. He 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 can't hold on to yeah. it. Hiya, hiya. The uh, yeah. the tape recorder book was cool. Yeah, I actually thought that was a neat little scene. I don't think there's very much to it, but it's it's neat that he he starts playing that tape recorder, and they immediately kind of have him while the sound is playing over the scene. He's looking at where they would have come in. Yeah, yeah. So the sound, the door he's looking at is the door the sound is making. The footsteps coming from that door is, and he's tracking it across. And like that's just a really cool kind of, that's sort of a spy thing, like you were saying before. And it's just sort of yeah. a deductive reasoning to see the character act that way is, that's just neat to me. I, I like that. Yeah, yes, and, and that does that is part of the reason I was like spy work, dude. Yeah. Uh, he he did some weird shit in this movie. Like Bond did. Okay. So so after he he kills the 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 dude at the beginning of the movie with the dress on, he mm-hmm. throws flowers on him. Oh, dude, I thought that was great. That was, was dumb. That was what? Why? Because it's just it's just dumb. I mean, it's because he's like that guy's dead. Like, let me be polite and throw you some flowers, dude. Here's For a you. dozen roses, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, kind of something like that. It's kind of some equivalent backhand courtesy. Like, let me be polite, but I'm also it'll be a dig at the same time because you're dead. Yeah, and 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 then later in the movie, after he knocks out the guy who was trying to sneak through the window, he just lightly wraps the phone cord around his neck. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck was that about? I, I don't. I mean, what, was it that light? I don't know. Was it maybe? Yeah, like he had already knocked him out. Oh, did he? Yeah, he had already knocked him out, and he just wrapped it around his neck. Like, hey, <laughs> here's you a nice necklace, little man. Let, let me kill you. Or, or maybe I guess he wasn't trying to strangle. Maybe he was just trying to keep him there. Like that would That's not cool. not like tie him to it, but it would deter him when he did get up or something. If he got up, I don't. Know. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, it is real dumb. Um, uh, And and the last thing that I really liked because it was so bad mm -hmm. was the end of the movie. I'm I'm not going to lie to you. After Largo gets killed by Domino at the end, Uh I just kind of scooted it to the end. And I was like, all right, I'm I'm good. I know there's some kind of tarp or some shit that I don't know what it was. Or they get on a little boat, a little raft. Okay. All right. All right. Let me walk you through this. Okay. They're on that boat. Largo's dead, and he's draped over the uh, the the steering wheel of the of the boat. Okay. And they aren't able to stop it as it is speeding into like uh, the, the rocky shore, right? Okay. Him and Domino and the random guy that helped them in the previous scene jump out of the back of the boat. Okay. And then him and Domino get into the raft. Where's the guy with him? No fucking clue. He just disappears. <laughs> after saying he can't swim. Oh no. <laughs> like James Bond hastily throws a like a life like one of those circular lifesaver things on him. Uh-huh. And just kind of pushes him in the water as they're as they're getting off the boat. Oh shit. And you I'm never a- see him again. 
I'm gonna have to look back at that. I guess. They then get on this. Uh, they get on this this raft, mm-hmm. and him and Domino strap onto this this uh this hot air balloon thing from the raft. An airplane comes by, catches the cord that the hot air balloon is on, and carries them away with her in his arms, flying through the air. Oh man, I missed some shit. Like me and you, me and you literally talked about Metal Gear Solid Five and the concept of fultoning. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. Okay. <laughs> oh, so it's like the sequence in in Dark Knight in uh, the Dark Knight. When he's in uh, China or Japan or wherever, and he gets like lifted up by a plane or some shit, like he grapples up to a plane and the plane carries him off. Yeah. Okay. Except, th- oh no. Okay, let's see. The group flees. Um, this is on uh, Wikipedia. The group quickly flees Disco Volante, just barely before her destruction. Whereupon Bond and Domino are retrieved by a plane with a Fulton system. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> I'm so glad you're happy. So fucking dumb. <laughs> I loved it, man. I loved oh. it. And and then it's then it's like they're fucking blasting away on this plane, right? And credits just roll. Like there there is nothing else. <laughs> there's no explanation of anything. It's just like, hey, the there's this Fulton thing. Let's do it. Oh man, it doesn't make any fucking sense. And I love. I'll, it so I'll go back. I'll go back and watch it. Because I, I 100% didn't see any of that at all. I was just, once I saw Fargo, or Fargo, Largo dead, I was like, oh, God, this movie's over. It's got three minutes. All right, I'm just skipping. I don't care. He He's probably in the boat, in, a wa- in the water, or some shit, and he's got the girl, and he makes out with her. I don't care. Yeah. It's it's also hinted in the movie that him and Domino have sex underwater. Like, at that point? Not at that point. Earlier in the movie. I, I just have to throw it out there. I guess they could have waited for tropes, but... Oh yeah, that is right. I do. I God damn, this movie's so boring. I I, I definitely missed that too. Then because I do remember when they were on the beach with each other toward the end, and he's trying mm-hmm. to get her to help him, and she talks about that that they made love and all that, and I'm like, wait, when did they do that? When did that happen? Just like I, everything in this movie, all the actions underwater. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, one of my last questions was. Would a shark really pass you by in that situation? Jane, when James Bond, James Bond is caught underwater in that pool with the henchmen, and oh, they close did... and they close it off. Uh huh. And he he stabs and stabs the henchmen, so the sharks will come because they open up the, the 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 tunnel for the sharks to come in there to yeah. get him. And he stabs him. Guy starts bleeding. Pushes him away. All right, cool. I get it. Then the sharks start coming, feeding through blood in the water. You know, I'm just going to go run with it. All right. Maybe that's how sharks exactly act. That's fine. I'm under the impression that's true. But he goes through the tunnel and there's maybe like a little pocket in the tunnel, like a little pocket on the side that he can just kind of sit in. He sits in that pocket and a shark just passes him by. Uh, I don't know enough about sharks. Like I'm, I'm not a, a watcher of Shark Week. Mm-hmm. But the the trope that they're leaning into is that sharks can smell blood in the water. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, I, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. So once once he stabs that dude and there is blood in the water, then yeah, all of the sharks will be attracted to it. It'll be like catnip or shark nip. 
Right. Yeah, no, I, I understand why. And I understand why the other ones come in there. But I, I don't know. I guess in, in my mind it would be something like if they saw him. So the first ones, they don't see him, I don't think. But when he's in the tunnel, it makes me think that that one would have seen him, but he didn't. So I'm just like, I guess that one just ignores him. It, also, I, I don't think – again, I don't know that much about sharks. But I don't think sharks are natural predators of humans. Oh, like they just won't come after you right away? Yeah, it's it's like when a shark is out looking for something to eat, they don't instinct, instinctively say, let me eat that thing that's as big as me. Right, or or they don't just go looking for anything and everything, huh? Yeah. Okay. Especially when there's, you know, tasty blood in the water. Mm-hmm. But this is all assumptions. Right. And none of them actually matter because it's James Bond. <laughs> well, la- last thing before we go to the music section. Uh, the only good thing out of the water sequence, other than when he met Domino, because that scene just looked really pretty, was... And my my exact words were, oh, damn, that guy got clapped in his goggles. <laughs> we're at the end when the, when when the two groups are fighting each other. And I'm just going to say it's Bond who does it. I don't know. They all look the same. Somebody takes like the butt of their gun or something or the mm-hmm. harpoon side of their gun. I don't didn't notice which, but he's just fighting. Dude, dude's got goggles. He takes whatever he has and just slams it into his goggles into his face oh oh, damn that poor bastard (laughs) that's (laughs) fucked up and i don't understand you know very last thing i don't understand goggles because like bond at least once took off goggles and then put on goggles and all i think and and you know i get why people have on goggles because you don't want water in your eyes because you want to keep your eyes open underwater but does that really work? I don't think. No, it doesn't. Like, okay. <laughs> no, it doesn't. That's, I was going to mention that as well. Like it 100% doesn't work because you're just putting goggles full of water back on your face. Yeah. I saw yeah. that and I was like, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, I'm I'm done. I'm done. Let's move on to music because that's at least a better thing. That's true. That's true. Let's talk about. uh. Thunderball, the song by Tom Jones. Boy, the song is great. The song is so good. Is I it? I love it. I love it. I love, you know, I'm not going to say I love everything Tom Jones does, but I just like the sound of this song. It's just really booming, and I really like that. It sounds, it gets you excited. It got me excited. Tom Jones is described as having a full-throated, robust baritone. Oh, I don't know what that exactly means, but I believe it. <laughs> I, the part I didn't understand is baritone. I don't know what that means. Is that yeah, I don't voice know. or I don't know. But you didn't like it, huh? Or it's it, it's well, fun. It's fun. Let me let me rephrase that. It's okay. it's a fine Tom Jones song. Okay. It, that's just not my not my bag. Like that's not my genre. Like. It sounded well, it sounded appropriate. Genre? Do you know? Like what what would you classify that that music type? Like lounge? Yeah, okay. I could I could go with like, that. Like loungy? Yeah. I don't best. know what that means. Anyway, this shit is dope and it's a really good song to me. 
Maybe okay. The lyrically, I have no idea. I don't. The song, the lyrics might not even apply very well. Dude, it just sounds so good to me. Such a such a good song. Like it, th- this being released in 1965 during the height of like rock and roll. Uh huh. And this song being like a fucking loungy fucking like classic. Like they could have gone with something way more way less creatively bankrupt but i get it like it's it's a good song for its for its type and i and it does fit james bond like style you know style wise Uh yeah so it's fine like the horns were fucking dope i'll give it that yeah well no i was just gonna do the james bond song dang it it's it's too good i can't do it right anyway Yeah, like it's it's perfectly fine. It's perfectly and and Tom Jones, he was 25 when the when that when the song came out. So it's not like he was you know past his prime or anything. Wow, I wish I could remember the trivia I I heard earlier because this actually has a uh, like there was supposed to be some uh, a female singer was supposed to do this. Now I don't know if it was this exact song and her and it would just been her version. But there was supposed to be a female artist doing it, and some something happened. I, don't, I didn't catch. Uh, Shirley Bassey. There you go. That's definitely the yep. name of the person. Yeah. Does it happen to say more about it? Let's see. The song was originally recorded by Shirley Bassey when it uh, mm. when there were concerns with the length of the track compared to the needed titles. It was later recorded re-recorded by Dionne Warwick, uh, oh. as Bassey was not available to re-record it. Uh, let's see. Neither version was released until the 90s. The song was removed from the title credits after Universal requested the theme song contain the... Oh, actually, okay, alright. The song Thunderball was not Mm. recorded by all those people. Oh, okay. It was Mr. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what she was supposed... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they both recorded that song... And then, they, then the United Artists was like, nah, the song needs to be named Thunderball, dumbasses. And so they wrote a new song. I can't and, remember what Kiss Kiss Bang Bang was from. I mean, it's a Bond thing, if I remember. But I can't remember what movie it was in. Because they actually huh? used it. Huh. Hmm. Well, did you? what did you think about any of the other mo- movie music in the movie? I was glad there was music. Like, that, that's, I know that's dumb, but we've talked about how fight sequences not having music is uncomfortable. And there was music during that long, uncomfortable underwater sequence. I mean, you kind of need that, I'd imagine. Hey. <laughs> we've seen enough of these movies where they were just fucking fist fighting in a large, <laughs> echoey room. So don't assume they're going to put music anywhere. No, that's that's fair. Don't yeah. assume it. Uh, but other than that, I'd say it was fine. Like nothing too, too fucking great, f- tough, fucking terrible or anything. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, well, then we'll move on. Go ahead and move on to tropes then. Tropes. Tree. So as previously previously stated, he did he bedded three women or bedded two of them and then underwatered one of them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So he had some. He had. I think this might be the the bigger one in this French franchise, in these early ones. 
might be one of the most generally. Good. I don't know. Yeah, he was he was overly horny in this in this movie. He yeah he definitely no matter what how many he did he definitely was on on that game. Like I'm taking you to dinner. I'm dancing with you. I'm gonna get you. Yeah. Yeah. The the gadget stuff was fun, I guess. The, the gadgety stuff was it was pretty. I feel like it was low key enough that it wouldn't. You know, it's not a laser watch. Yeah, yeah. Right. There were, there was, outside of the 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 fucking life saving pill that he took. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that retrieves him from wherever the hell he is. Yeah, they're, they're the, all the video game practical. style. <laughs> the fast travel pill. <laughs> mm-hmm. They, they all were rather subtle. Yeah. If if you don't count the jetpack. Yeah, I, I'm trying not to count the jetpack, but we I guess we should, and and that is th- those are the two things that are a little ex- that are too ex- not too, but they're extravagant. Yeah. Whereas the, the at least the Q tech that we see given to him is pretty subtle. Right. Pretty right. low. Um, how many kills did we get in this one? See, this one was real hard uh, mm-hmm. because of the underwater stuff. You couldn't you know, follow the guy with booty shorts who killed him? I, look, look, I could follow the guy with booty shorts, but what counts as a kill when you are fighting underwater? Dude, I kind yeah, you know, you say that I kind of feel the same way. Like the guy that he harp, I'm going to refer to it again, but the guy he harpoons on the beach with Domino, he shoots that guy in the stomach. And he just dies. Well, is yeah. that how stomach wounds work? No, he would have died over a long period of time, but without medical help, yeah, homie would have died. Like, sure, no, 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 I'm with you. I, I believe you that he just, he would eventually die, but these guys just insta dead. All <laughs> everyone, if anybody gets hit anywhere that isn't like a limb, they're just they're just like dead. I got hit in the chest. Ah, I'm dead. Ah. <laughs> oh, I got hit in the stomach. Ah, ah, did. Yeah. You know, I get the. I can go with the chest. I can go with the head, of course. Like there was one dude that got. I'm glad he didn't die, or at least they didn't show it based on this. There's one dude that got harpooned in his right arm. Mm-hmm. It's just sitting there, like through his above his elbow. And I'm just like, oh no, that poor bastard. <laughs> but you know, he didn't die, so I, I guess I appreciate that. But there's some other guy who gets shot harpooned in the stomach and. And he's just dead. He's just inactive. It, it's yeah. like you were saying earlier with Sean Connery just punching the guy or hitting the guy's arm, and he's just, and it's just over for him. Like, <laughs> yeah, his hand is completely disabled. <laughs> like I, 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 I think the the most, con- I think the most confusing thing is like, do you count a kill if he swims over to you and cuts your oxygen supply? Because he did that to like six dudes. Right, and, and that also kind of led me back to think, like, how does underwater combat even work? Doesn't everybody just take each other's goggles off and then they're fucked? Yeah, like... It, or you cut a tube it and you're work. fucked. He, <laughs> he was slicing fucking tubes, man. I mean, that's good on him. I appreciate that. But yeah, I would say it is, yeah, because he, he's doing that to get rid of them, to kill them. He, that's what he's doing it for. Well, not necessarily, because, like, if you slice that tube, right... They they immediately go into life saving mode. It's like, oh shit, I need to do something or I die. So any logical person would assume that they're going to surface and or find that tube so they can suck on the you know the air coming out of it. 
Mm, it's it's not okay. an assumed death. Okay, that's that's fair. Yeah, I, I didn't. I definitely didn't think of them going to the surface at the very least. And that's yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So so it was very hard to count how many he killed. I counted fifteen. Okay. But that could be too high. That could be too low. I don't fucking know. What do you what do you got on the on the old internet side of it? Uh, the internet is telling me he killed twenty. Well, I, I guess that's pretty good. And he, he I, I never have a license really, to kill, so I never really know what to say when we talk about the kills. Like, oh man, so many kills. Like, I mean, I don't care. It's people are gonna die in this mo- in these movies. That's what happens because there's henchmen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. I feel like we I feel like we've shat on this movie a lot, and I, I don't know if that's fair, but. I don't feel bad about it. I I don't, and I do think it's fair. That's why I get rid of fucking goddamn water temples. <laughs> and this movie is no exception to that. Uh, I think that does it for tropes. It does. We can move on to ranking, so we can move on to another movie that maybe we don't have to phone in this much, or I don't. <laughs> I don't have to phone this much. And I really wish, man, like, there really are some okay things to this movie, and I really do kind of like the characters, the settings, the the visuals, the acting. To me, is a lot of this stuff is fine. It really, it really is just all the water sequence crap. I just really don't like it, and I don't find it very interesting. And mm. then it's hard to follow for me, yeah. and it doesn't like you, you have. In other movies, you have action scenes to break up the tension of what's going on, to, you know, ebb and flow. You have funny scenes, serious scenes, action scenes, you know, all this stuff to even out the movie. But let's just assume for the sake of argument, other than when he meets Domino, all these underwater scenes are kind of meant to break up the action or they're supposed to be the action. Yeah. If they were the latter, God bless, I hate all of it. And it's really annoying because it doesn't feel like action. It doesn't feel very good. to. I can't follow it very well. And if it's breaking up the other action sequences, this shit is so boring. These are boring sequences. This isn't like, what is it? Um, the War of the Planet of the Apes? What's the second one? Uh, Rise. Right. No. Right. Dawn is the first one. Dawn, Rise, and War. No, Dawn is the second one. Dawn is the second one? Okay, all right. Then War. Then it is War. War has like a lot of that movie, a lot of the front half of that movie is silence, or at least no speech. And that's cool, because that movie does a really good job with it. Yeah. It does a really good job with it. Whereas all these sequences of no characters interacting, or well, they're interacting, I guess, but no talking, it's just... Underwater just sucks, man. I'm done. I'm done trying to justify it. I'm done trying to make it sound decent or reasonable. And fuck underwater sequences. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being a child. Fuck these sequences. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, um, rankings. I'm, yeah, ranking. Let me re- let me read through what we have right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, from 15 to one. Uh, from Russia. From Russia with love. Doctor No. The Spy Who Loved Me, On Her Majesty's Secret Service, 
Quantum of Solace, The World is Not Enough, Live and Let Die, The Living Daylights, Tomorrow Never Dies, License to Kill, Goldfinger, Casino Royale, Golden Eye, and The Man with the Golden Gun. And then number one, Skyfall. Okay. Where do you want it? I was gonna I was gonna say, how high will you let me put this on this list? Oh my god. I don't like the way you just phrased that at all. No, but I, I just want to know where my ceiling is here. I'm not saying that I'm going to try to, you know, squeeze it in. Do, do you want like a legit ceiling? Do you want me to actually tell you one or do you want me to just kind of ballpark you? No, give me get, like Sergio. You are absolutely not allowed to put it above this movie. You cannot put it above from Russia with love. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're you're no. you're posing the the. That this is the worst one we've seen so this far. This might be the worst one to me so far. It might, like, it it really might be. I, I question where Moonraker and Octopussy will sit. Mm-hmm. This shit really might be the worst shit to me. Like, half, half of the movie, and I know it's not maybe half. I'm being very hyperbolic, anyone who's listening. Half of the movie is boring and, un, and virtually so uninteresting, I would skip them every time. If I were going to rewatch this movie again, I would skip every underwater sequence except the last one. Okay. Because, you know, okay. and I might not even, I might skip half of it. But fine, I'll try and at least, I'll be more reasonable. Okay. All right. Let's just work down somewhere where it's, it's not going above License to Kill. Oh, yeah, Def- definitely not. Definitely not touching that. I don't think it goes... It might not go above the world is not enough. Like I don't know if I'd hear that. Okay, okay, I I can I can say that that's an easy decision. Okay. Um, I really might go. I might really go back to option A again. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, before I agree with you, which I'm leaning towards, like it's probably better do, than. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. Do Do we need to? Uh, like level set before we lock this in because if we put this at number 16 mm-hmm. the worst three movies on this are all Sean Connery movies look man and that makes it sound like we're not taking the movie's age into consideration all right what what part of the all right go go ahead what part of this is an age issue I don't even think I've said that I want to, and I'm not saying this as much as you directly just the concept I don't think I've said one time that this that XYZ scene or thing is bad because it was made in what the 60s? Was it the late 60s? Yeah, for this yeah, one? 60s. Yeah, the, yeah. All of these think, movies that we're talking about were 60s. Yeah. I think the only thing about this one that I would even reference its age about is the dated uh, dialogue between the sexes. I guess. Yeah. Well, like, and, I'd sooner date just, it for that. Like, there's a reason these movies are boring. Mm-hmm. Like, because that's how action movies were shot in the 60s. But, you know, they they, uh, they had to hold viewers' hands through every single scene to make sure that the idiots who were trying to get laid in the audience uh, knew, oh, 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 so they have the nukes now? Man, I think... If we could put, like, buffer space between all these like how far apart they would be from each other uh-huh i think this movie has like a hundred feet difference between it and from russia with love and from russia with love is boring also yeah, 
because it's just a train ride. But it has some interesting things. There's this stalking element that Bond doesn't know about that that guy's trying to kill him. So yeah. that's at least an interesting element to like, oh, what's Bond going to do? What's going to happen? Oh, though the guy came in and he's posing as somebody. Look out, Bond, he's a bad guy. You know, at least I can kind of ride that. And Doctor Knows the first one. Yeah. So I'll kind of give that one a pass because it's the first one and because there it's the set, it's a setup movie to a degree of a whole of a whole forward going franchise. So, you know, you get a little bit of a pass, but at least the villain at the end has this whole big, elaborate, ridiculous thing that I guess in the 60s was a big deal. And <laughs> and all of the non water scenes are kind of fine. Like the, yeah. I'm generally OK with everything above water, everything. It is the water sequences that are just bad. They're so boring. Okay. Just, okay. Every instance of the water sequences is murder. The rest <laughs> of it's fine. Okay. Honest, honest to God. Like even what they're doing. Like let's take the take what Spectre's doing and take it out of the water, and it'd be probably fun. You know, you obviously okay. change what what that looks like, of course, and how they're going about their dastardly plans, but. You know, at least it's not fucking underwater. <laughs> well, okay, you, you've convinced me that it does does go at the bottom, uh, but I, I think it's imp- I think it's important for us to point out, you know, hey, we're aware that all three of these movies at the bottom are from the '60s and star Sean Connery. You know that the that movies back then, I guess, are just inherently boring. And it sucks. I don't. I really don't think it's even that. I don't think they're boring. I think the water shit's boring. I think Sean Connery's good, personally. I think he's definitely one of the better he, bonds. He can't, he can't be that good. Three of the four movies we've watched him in are at the bottom of our list. Right, but these movies aren't ranked strictly on their power of their actor. Right, it's about the rest of I it. Know. And I he know. and and I know you know. I'm I'm not really saying it for you as much, but he. No matter it's it almost doesn't matter how good he is, the rest of the movie isn't quite up to par in some way. Like Sean Connery is almost weird. This maybe is a weird thing to say, and I've really put much thought into this. He was almost born in the wrong era. Like, probably, probably he would do so good today. You know, take take away some of the mindsets of the '60s or whatever from him, and and change modernize him a little bit, but. A guy that looks like that, that sounds like that, that can act that way, play that kind of character, man, he'd be so good. Yeah, yeah. But so okay. it, I just want to reinforce that it's not it's not like the acting of any characters is necessarily bad. It, and I don't even know. I, for the record, if you're okay with putting it at the bottom, I kind of am, but I mean, that's a real... I'm being real subjective about it because I really fucking hate the water stuff. If we didn't talk about that enough yet, yeah. Like, but I could see it being higher. I could see it being above Doctor No, because uh, it's probably a better movie in every other regard than Doctor No. Yeah, yeah. Like the villains and, and are like better, I, all that I stuff. I was, I was willing to give it some, give it the benefit of the doubt because of how ambitious some of the stuff was. That's kind of okay. Well, give me your. Cause, Let cause, me hear you then. Where do you want to put it? Yeah, like th- that last sequence, as boring and weird and uncomfortable as it is, the entire time I was like, how the fuck did they get away with this? Like, That's true. 
Who yeah. wrote this? And then a director was like, we can totally do that. Easy. Let's let's do it. You know, so, that, that's fair. I, I'm all right. OK, OK. I, I don't really need to hear any more then. Uh, yeah, wh- like I, like, I wasn't going to go then? crazy. I wasn't going to put like I think above Quantum of Solace was as high as I was willing to go. If you actually think this is better than Quantum of Solace, I'll give you that. If you really look, really look at this list. And I want you to go put Thunderball there, and then I want you to look at that list again. Okay, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna edit the doc. <laughs> I want you to mar- let that shit marinate for you for a second, and really say, yeah, th- you know, I'm not gonna look back on this with regret. Hmm. Because I, I, that's funny enough. That's kind of how I've done it sometimes. I've, if yeah. I didn't have a real hard opinion, I'd literally put it somewhere I thought it might go, and I'm like, yeah, maybe, maybe not. Maybe one more down. Okay. 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 Let's put it directly below on Her Majesty's Secret Service and above the spy who loved me. Okay. I could probably go with that because I, I was actually last little argument to make was when when you suggested that it could go above Quantum of Solace. I was kind of on board. I'm almost okay with that, if not actually, just because I look at these movies from 11 down. It's like, yeah, these are all kind of the the not good ones to us. Mm-hmm. So they're all kind of in the same boat, really. Like 11 down might as well just be the order is ir- almost irrelevant. Almost irrelevant. Okay. Okay. So I could see that almost. Yeah. I don't know, like, I can't talk myself into putting it above The World Is Not Enough, because I feel like it, The World Is Not Enough was in just just more more uh, entertaining. Okay, that that's fair, that matters. Quantum of Solace is not more entertaining than Thunderball. Is Quantum of Solace more entertaining than The World Is Not, on Her Majesty's Secret Service, though? No, it's not. <laughs> But that's not the only thing that this this list is enca- encapsulating. It's it's just the thing about yeah, Thunderball. Right. The thing about that Thunderball is the parts that are entertaining are super entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they're and like they're like quintessential Bond things. There's real stupid shit that just made me chuckle and smile really big. <laughs> mm-hmm. That a lot of these movies don't have. Okay. I, I'm definitely fine with it where you're suggesting on Her Majesty between on Her Majesty and uh, the Spy Who Loved Me. I would probably maybe go a little higher, but okay. just just because Thunderball was a, I would you know along with the production stuff and all that you talked about, I think this movie was received better. Mm-hmm. I would assume anyway. I hadn't like looked at it strictly myself. I've just kind of uh, listened to a few things between. And like Goldfinger was huge, right? Goldfinger yeah. was Bond mania. Everything was Bond. Everything came out. It was craziness. It was such a seminal moment for the series early on. Mm-hmm. And I think Thunderball was too. It was kind of just riding the riding the the wave of Goldfinger. Yeah, but it Maybe. did. But it did ride it. Like people liked the shit out of it. Yeah. It was there. It was the next movie. It was a bigger budget than the last one, and it was received better than the last one. 
I, that last one is a more questionable thing that I understand. Yeah. Okay. But, okay. But, okay. But then. that's forever ago, though, right? That's not now. In yeah. hindsight, we're not on the bond wave, so I, I think we're. I think where it is probably. You're probably right. Like I'd probably. I could go up one or two more, but then let's do that. Let, no, let's 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 do that. Let's do that. Like better than on Her Majesty's. Let's put it above Quantum of Solace. <sighs> on the strength of Sean Connery's gams <laughs> alone, and his I, tan, I would, his tan and his fake black hair. <laughs> I would put it on. Oh, that does kind of explain that down to me. Oh, his hair was hyper dyed, man. Was it? Oh man, yeah, okay. I could tell in the first scene. That that explains so much to me about it. When I kind of, I, I would look at him, and I was kind of thinking like, I don't remember his hair being that black. But maybe I just, maybe I don't remember. Not that it ever bothered me, but it was just, you know, just how he looked. And I do want to mention that as our as our last sort of moment. Well, well, we'll get through this real quick. So are we happy with that? Thunderball under the world is not enough. Yes, yes. It's I'm looking at it on my list. It looks good. Okay. It feels good. I'm I'm kind of with it. I'm I'm enjoying this as well. Yeah, yeah. It like because if I'm measuring if if my measurement here is happiness, <laughs> Thunderball is right where it needs to be. Okay. All right then. We can do that. Okay. So Do you want uh, to read it all? Yes. Uh, from 16 to 1, from Russia with love, Dr. No, the spy who loved me, on Her Majesty's Secret Service, Quantum of Solace, Thunderball, The World is Not Enough, Live and Let Die, The Living Daylights, Tomorrow Never Dies, License to Kill, Goldfinger, Casino Royale, Goldeneye, The Man with the Golden Gun, and Skyfall. Mm. Okay. Now that I read that in re- now that I read that out loud, I feel like you gypped me when it comes to uh, a, li- a license to kill. But you know what? That ship has sailed. What is your final thought? Wait, wait, where did where did you where would you where do you think I gypped you exactly? Like go- license to kill should be higher. Oh yes. No man, no no. Goldfinger's better. <laughs> I, without a doubt. Like I'm. I wish these other movies were. I wish we could see them or appreciate them the same way. But now, Goldfinger, man, no. If if there's one Connery movie that's upper tier, is that one. That's it. Look look that movie up sometime. I'm serious. Like kind of look up like the the history of the impact when that movie came out or mm-hmm. anything kind of like that. Look look it up. I, I think you might actually find it interesting. Just kind of in. No no I I understand the, the impact. I just don't care. Oh, okay. That's that's License fair. to Kill is a better movie. Let's we can move <laughs> on. Um, my final thought was, and this is just a real dumb little thing. And I, I said it to you earlier. I texted it to you. The front part of this movie, dude, it was so annoying because everybody's just black-haired, slightly tanned dude. And I was like, who the fuck is that? Who the fuck is that? Who is that? Oh, okay, it's Bond. Oh wait, that's not Bond. Is that Bond? Okay. I was really worried about that I was going to get con- kind of had this this annoying confusion through the movie. And l- luckily it didn't stay that way. But I, what, I just, what, what have I always told you, told you, Reed? Diversity is important. I mean, you could have had a blonde haired dude. You could have had a short dude. You could have had all kinds of little different dudes with different facial fe- features instead of guy who is. I mean, however tall Sean Connery is, let's just say he's six feet for the sake of it. Six foot, black haired, slightly tanned, 
same body type man, white man, whatever. I'm like, God. But either way, it worked itself out and it wasn't an actual issue. But I was worried about it at first. Because <laughs> there's definitely been a movie or two where it's like that, where the char- so many of the characters just look just similar enough. The same hairstyles, everything. Same clothing colors. And it's just like, I hate you guys. <laughs> per- you know, first world problems for a visually impaired person, I guess. Uh, so well, what are we watching next? I don't. Do, do you want to watch, watch Never Say Never Again next? Oh, shit. I mean, probably no, because that's it. at the very least, that's in the Sean Connery I know, line. I know. But it's, so, it's, also, it's also a remake of Thunderball. Oh, I think you're right. No, I know I'm right. Oh, okay. But uh, no, that, no, no, no. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that eventually. Yeah, we, we will. That, Thunderball actually, does, you know, that reminds me. Thunderball does have kind of like this weird history, a funny little history about the front part of it, the writing of the script or whatever. Because yeah. Ian, Ian Fleming tried to, if I remember this correctly, Ian Fleming tried to have the movie earlier. Maybe it would have been the first one. I can't recall. But he, yeah. he basically got taken to court by someone else who wrote it, and he won the rights up, won the rights to that script. So they had to actually bring that guy in on this movie, even though they so they never would have brought him in originally. Oh wow. Yeah, there's like a whole little. I'd have to look into it. I wish I could remember it more confidently, but yeah, it, apparently it has an interesting little history. Hmm. But the next one, I'll actually have to glance at that. I guess I've, it's, got, I've got I've got it here. It's Octopussy, isn't it? No, it's not. No. Okay. What is it? It is Moonraker. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. Oh. Oh fuck beans. <laughs> you're ready for a ride boy yeah yeah it's moonraker and uh we we have a few we gotta watch before we get to octopussy is it really i guess yeah because let's see we're going moonraker and then die another day and then you only live twice then for your eyes only then then diamonds are forever then octopussy oh man yeah, yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a little while. Wow, I didn't realize that one. That was, I thought a view to a kill was after Octopussy. It is. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm just out of the loop. I need to see the stuff written down. I guess. Anyway, bring well, us home, champ. Yeah. Thanks so much as always to everybody who takes the time and listens to these. I don't even know the statistics anymore. But it doesn't really matter. You know, we're happy to have anybody here. So thanks for your time and dedication to listening to debriefing and cocktails. And if you get a chance, if you have any more time to spare, listen to Shellheads. That's where Sergio and Jeff Hubbard talk about Ninja Turtle stuff. Maybe they can have an episode dedicated to the NES TMNT game. Talk about that hot water level. Oh, we, we, we have already talked about that, that video game, actually. Oh, goodness. Well, yes, we have. If you have any other spare time, try and listen to Clarence Brown over at the Discussing Fellows and that whole network of people. And the Black Pocket Podcast is pretty good, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and also listen to Reality Breached. That's where me and Reed talk about other movies that are not James Bond. Oh, yeah, the non-spinoff version. Cool. 
the the canonical uh, yeah yeah the canonical one what is is that the happy days of of the show yeah and then this is the fonzie question mark joni loves pichachi oh okay i'll take that i like the name of that but i don't actually know that show so i'm pretty anyway guys yeah 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 well thanks sergio as always for coming around and all the post-production work that you do so thank you so much for your time and i guess we'll see you guys next time have a nice day cue the music debriefing and cocktail You are listening to Keep the Hip, Q Not, and Break Up Rock. <laughs>